Okay, you're listening to the Fat Bidin uh, Film Club. Uh, and I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli and... Uh, and I'm Aizil Azli. Okay, and uh, this week, we're going to talk about... Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain. Nirvana lives, man. Either that or Cobain's dead shot in the head. <laughs> Finally, we're gonna review uh, the latest Kurt, 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 Kurt Cobain, Cobain documentary. documentary, Montage of Heck. You're a big fan of Kurt Cobain, right? I'm a big fan of Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Big fan of Kurt Cobain. Remember when uh, you were small? Yeah. I would force you to play drums, right? Yes. And Izal to play bass. Air drums and air bass. Yes. Right? And I would play air guitar yeah, and sing into an air mic. Yes. And once everybody grew up, what did you play? Is your instrument of choice? Drums. Ah, and the instrument of choice of Izal? Bass. Ah, so I played a very major role in your lives. Or Kurt Cobain played a <laughs> big role in our lives. Uh, okay, the thing is, I was very young when Kurt Cobain killed himself. 1994. Yeah. Mommy and Daddy's uh, wedding anniversary. Is it? Yes. Not the year, la, just the date and month. La. Uh, okay. Uh, in April. Wait, 1994 means I was... I was from four. 16 years old. Oh, I means I'm 6 years old. <laughs> Did you cry? Uh, no. Did you cry like, like, me and Abang Iza cry when we found Michael Jackson, right? <laughs> you cry? <laughs> no lah. <laughs> <laughs> they can die lah, who cares? Uh, but, no, it's, yeah, I was a big fan. Uh, hmm. I'm just wondering what kind of music he would be coming up with if he never killed himself. Hmm. Until now, you know? Would yeah. he have quit music? Now, because another musician that I guess we all like is Dave Grohl, who was the drummer of Nirvana. Mm, he ended up making very bad music. <laughs> it says you lah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I, I, I still like, I like Dave Grohl. I like Foo Fighters like anything. It's, it's a bit dated now lah. But, uh, what? The Foo's? Yeah. It's, 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 it's full of cheesiness. Cheesy but at, rock lah. Yeah, it's, but it's very of that time lah. If, if he come out now, it's not as good lah. But because it was at that time... Mm. And I, uh, it, it, it fit the time. Okay, okay, okay. So, let, let's get back to the movie. We haven't oh, spoken oh, about yeah. the movie. Okay. So, basically, this one, they use a lot of... Uh, home movies. Home videos and, like, uh, j- journal entries. Journals and, 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 and like, doodles and... Doodles that he shared. Yeah. And, like, the... How is it? Uh, voice notes that he... That he, he used to record. record. Yeah. Like, he's kind of like Rivers Cuomo. Likes to record everything. He was Cuomo records all his yeah yeah uh you, you can actually download he, he released an album of all his old recordings he would speak to the eight track okay and all that so it's kind of like that lah okay uh but if you watch the documentary it tracks Kurt Cobain's life from the day he was born they mm. spoke to everybody involved in his life mm. except for Dave Grohl. yeah <laughs> yeah spoke to Chris Novoselic spoke to his ex girlfriend yeah spoke to mother. Sister, father, stepmother, step <laughs> you know? Except for Dave Grohl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why, ah? Uh? 
2001 or 2002 I was in the UK I went to my first Foo Fighters concert. Mm. Okay. It was in Scotland. Okay. So I went and Dave Grohl, I never kept up with all this gossip among celebrities and musicians and all that. I knew yeah. Foo Fighters because of Dave Grohl. He played in Nirvana and I liked the music that he's coming up with with the Foo Fighters. Mm. So I went to watch. Now he went on stage and before he, he sang one song, he introduced one song and he introduced it this way. You guys know Courtney Love? Mm-hmm. Fuck that bitch. <laughs> you know Fuck that bitch And this song is For that fucking bitch And he sang that Stack actor song oh. Stack that actor Stack that You know Yeah Yeah, yeah I never knew anything okay. Then after that I found out Oh he was in this Big legal battle With Courtney Love oh. Over Nirvana The rights of Nirvana songs Oh okay, okay. Which eventually he won Okay And you know that I think I think like If I'm not mistaken Courtney Love Did not get any of the Rights to Nirvana oh. Music you know, and that was one of the reasons why I I think lah mm. that this documentary came about. Also, she sold. Yeah, this was stuff, like the rights, you know. Yeah, this was like Kenin Love punya gang. Yeah, thing, wasn't she like a producer or something, or executive producer and yeah. Francis Bean or something like that? Oh, I'm not too sure. Yeah, Francis Bean, his daughter, their daughter lah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what do you think of the documentary? Uh, according to a friend of mine who's a big Kurt Cobain fan. Uh, but actually this one is like A friend of a friend uh, There's not that much new information from this movie Yeah, there isn't much but Everybody knows a lot about Kurt Cobain already yeah. let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me show you something See, yeah. I have this book Cobain oh. Unseen Okay Four. And it's all these sketches and doodles and all that Which you can see in the movie yeah. Oh You know yeah, Pictures Videos and all that yeah. So the book has videos. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because there's a CD here. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Oh, no, this is a mask. But there's a CD lah. Somewhere in here. Okay, so, 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 yeah. So it's not necessarily new information, but it's presented in sleek animation and stuff lah. Because they animated the journal, in, journal writing and like, uh, they did like I, I re- thought it was nice uh. Animated reenactment yeah, But anim- There was A lot of Mickey Mousing A term you taught me uh, I taught you that term uh, Mickey Mousing yeah. When did I teach you that term? Many, In many one of the podcasts ago. Is it? No 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 Many many years ago uh, What is Mickey Mousing? Please explain When they uh, Try to set the tone use With like very Literal Literal music Yeah uh, But they use Nirvana music like, like, Yeah but it's like uh, Very on the nose Like Orchestra, uh, and like, like like choir singing, like that. Firstly, try to make it make a certain mood from a ah uh, yeah, yeah of course. Cobain song which didn't necessarily have that mood. No, a friend of mine, mm. right? Who is a film critic, mm. a newspaper, mm. uh, Azam Azam. You met Azam, okay? Right? Uh, he saw the documentary too, and he said that one of the songs smells like Teen Spirit, right? Mm. The way they did several versions in the documentary, you notice? Yeah. There was the orchestra thing And then you know They had the cello They had all that yeah. He said Showed that Although Kurt Cobain wrote A very grungy Heavy song yeah. If you broke down The elements It was a very beautiful piece mm. According to him ah. I see But I also see Your friend's point ah, About this Mickey Mouse thing ah. No I'm Oh making you're making that point Oh Mickey you can make points too Yes I have opinions oh, Okay hmm. I have opinions too Okay okay I understand your point too 
Yeah, so yeah, so there was that, and then like the yeah, but the animation and all were nice lah. Uh, the first time I tried to watch this movie, I fell asleep in the first ten minutes. <laughs> and I understand you finished watching it, sir. Right? No, no, wait. You're almost, almost done. done. Almost done. Pretty almost much, you got done. the just of the whole movie already, lah. Yeah. yeah, you know. Uh, now for me watching this movie, it I it's very enjoyable for me. Yeah. Uh, because I like the Cobain yeah. and I like Nirvana, mm. right? Uh, but. Uh, the older I get, yeah. every time I watch movies or read books or whatever, lah, yeah. I tend to look at it more on a personal level now. You know, last time it used to be more like how you look at movies. Mm. Right now, you know, like try to think, analyze it. Oh, okay, the movie is like this because of this, and the director mm. did that, and you know. Mm. But as the the older I get, I look at it in a very personal uh, perspective. Yeah. And when I watch this documentary, yeah. I start thinking about my youth. Yeah. When I was listening to Nirvana when I was in school. Yeah. Right? Uh, and why I was attracted to those ki- that kind of music. Why I was attracted to that band. And it got me thinking if at this age, in this context, in this situation that I'm in, I'm in now, mm. and I got introduced to Nirvana, would I actually like Nirvana? Probably not. Probably not. Yeah. You know? But now when I listen to these songs, I will still like the songs yeah. because it reminds me of that time. Yeah. I like the energy. I like how it represented youth culture at that time. Yeah. You know? And I look at Kurt Cobain's life in this documentary. Mm. Right? And I wonder... Okay, at that time, he was creating this music because he was at that point in life. He was like that. Yeah. And how would he have developed if he never killed himself? Right? Yeah. Uh, and now he would be, what, 40? 40 something, 50, almost 50. Yeah. Late 40s, almost 50, 50 lah, I think. I think yeah. 60 something He's like, like 10 years older than you, right? Oh, yeah, 11. Yeah. So that will make him 49 lah. He'll be 48. Mm. He'll be 48 this year. And uh, I wonder how, what kind of music, how his music would have evolved. Lah. Yeah. Because his music is actually really good. Yeah, okay. See, you that's know? the thing, you know. Like, huh. uh, okay, I'm gonna <laughs> repeat something Hannibal Burris. You know Hannibal Burris? Uh, the comedian? I know Hannibal Lecter. Okay, never mind. Hannibal Buress is this... I know movie. Hannibal... I know Hannibal the, the A-team. Okay. <laughs> Hannibal Buress is a very good comedian. He was oh, talking yes? about how... Uh, uh, he really likes Weezer. Okay. Wow. Okay. How old is this Hannibal guy? Uh, my age. Slightly younger than you, maybe. Oh my god. People are younger than me now. Is this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so... Uh, like in the Weezer context, right? Uh-huh. Compared to this Kurt Cobain, you were talking about how Kurt Cobain would be making sound singing these songs now. Yep. Uh, so Henry Burris made this point about how he really likes Weezer, so he decided like, oh, Weezer's playing nearby, I want to go watch a concert. Uh-huh. Go, to go for the Weezer concert. Anyway, how does he define nearby? Eh? Because like for us, nearby was like Kuala Lumpur to Jakarta. <laughs> no, I mean, town or something else, state nearby. Lah. Okay. So oh, that, that was a reference to when we went to watch Weezer live in Jakarta. Okay. Okay, so he's, he went there and he realised like they were all teenagers. All the fans there were all teenagers. Like how we were when we were in Jakarta. Yeah. So all the fans were teenagers. Uh-huh. And he was like, wow, I feel so uncomfortable. Like, <laughs> I'm paraphrasing the entire thing. Huh? <laughs> then, then he realised when Weezer comes on, they were like this middle-aged man talking about like how, how life sucks as a teenager. 
It's like, they come out singing like, oh man, school sucks, my dad don't get me. And he realised like, oh man, these are like, like bowling men singing about school problems. <laughs> so, but I, I don't think it would be the same for Kurt Cobain lah, because like, there's more depth to their, song, their, their songs lah. Well, okay, that's the thing. If you look, watch this documentary, this documentary mm. gave meaning to the songs. Mm. Gave the depth to the songs. Mm. But when he was singing these songs back then, mm. it, the songs were really nothing. Yeah. Listen to the lyrics, they're nothing. Yeah. It means nothing. Sure not. Yeah, when at that time when so I was listening deep. to it, uh, I don't know, I thought, I thought this documentary gave the songs more meaning than, in actually his, uh, than, than he actually intended it to be. And they related the songs to his life. Uh, mm. You know? Yeah, which I don't think he intended lah. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it could probably be deep lah because he's like so poetic lah, what lah, and all that crap, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, <sighs> but yeah. Yeah. Um, I think the pro- one of the things I didn't really like about the movie, like I said, the first time I tried to watch it, I fell asleep in the first ten minutes. Is that I don't know who they are trying, who they are trying to aim this movie to, like if it's for people who are existing fans. Or like, like existing hardcore fans, like you said, uh, my my friend's friend said, uh, there's not really much new information. Mm. Uh, for me, who's like, ah, like I like Nirvana, but like, uh, never really, not enough to have done any research on Kurt Cobain before this. Aside mm. from that, he died in ninety four. <laughs> uh, I f- kick in the door more hardcore. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to continue that, but I don't remember. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, uh, it did not necess- didn't really appeal to me that much. I mean, like, okay, uh, it's, it's a lot of new information, but it wasn't presented in a way that is meant to attract more... A wider audience. Uh. A wider audience. A new wider audience. audience uh. Uh, a new audience. Hmm. So it was, like, very in the middle. I think they're assuming that everybody knows about Kurt Cobain. Yeah. Uh, because... Because I think even today, people know Nirvana. Yeah. And people know who Kurt Cobain is. He's yeah. Che Guevara on a t-shirt. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you a joke before, right? When I was in school. Yeah, that's what I'm referring to. So, uh, yeah, someone had a Che Guevara... T-shirt. Sticker on a... Oh, sticker. On a... On his back. Uh-huh. Then I said, hey, who's Che Guevara? Uh-huh. Then he was like... He's the one that start start Nirvana last time. <laughs> <laughs> this is ten years ago in school. Yeah, some people are quite stupid, lah. Yeah. Uh, but you know, I think the the documentary is quite beautiful because of of how they reanimate reanimated his works, ah. Mm. Which I think was very smart, lah. Yeah. Isn't it? And I guess they can't get new footage. Yeah. Because they. And and the way the way how all his like home videos and all that was kept, mm. right, and available, it just it was as if like it was destined that he would be somebody. You know? Oh, you know what yeah. I mean? Then you have okay all these. Archi- I remember when I was small last time, mm. my playpen lah, my cot, my baby stuff and all that. Mm. I told mommy and daddy better keep all these. <laughs> I grew older I become famous and I, this was before you and Izal were born okay. I was like 5-6 years old I was really thinking yeah. about that yeah. when I become like a great person one day yeah. they would take all this and put it into a museum 
Oh, I mean, as you said, they do this so little long. So, like, like could, could be, you see? Mm. You know? No, like, yeah. these are things that families will actually keep, like, footage of your children and stuff like that. Of course, you keep. Yeah? Where are all our old home videos? Yeah, where's the... Awana Kijal. Awana, yeah. Awana Kijal. Then last time you went to... You had your small... You, you had your handicam. Oh, yeah. And then, like, as you were driving away from Awana Kijal, you were, like, recording from the back of the car. Awana Kijal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. Stupid, are you? But I remember that we used to record. And then I recorded you singing Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. How old were you? I don't know. How old were you when you had the camera? 17, maybe 18? Yeah. Eh, no lah. Younger than that. I think, I think I was, like, 6 or 7 and that. So I would be 17 lah When you teach me how to say bad words Rage Against the Machine Yeah What it, song was it? Uh, I don't know But the one that goes like Fuck you I won't, won't do what you tell me, me. <laughs> We were in mommy, Bali right? And then mommy see Yeah mommy, we were in Bali And, and then mommy got angry at you Mommy got angry is it? Yeah lah because you teach me how to say bad words <laughs> But hey, we got had it on, on video Yeah like, If you can find the video I put it on the podcast On my vlog Yeah So as you can tell from this episode this movie is not necessarily a movie to like dissect. Uh, it's more of a nostalgia thing. Because mm. we ended up talking more about our past than, yep. than the movie. Um, but Which is what I felt when I was watching the documentary. Uh, yeah, yeah, same. Mm. But I did think, I did come out from this, after watching this documentary, I did feel, I did gain something. I did learn something. Which is? Which is, I felt that Kurt Cobain was a creative... Uh, I wouldn't say genius. He's a sensitive soul. No, I I don't. I, I wasn't going to say sensitive soul. Mm. I wanted to say create. I want to say creative genius, but wasn't really a creative genius. It's just that he had a lot of ideas in his head. Yeah. That you know, that so many different kinds of things that he wanted to do. That that I guess it was he pushing want, against his yeah. skull. Uh. He's one of those people who can't sit still. Ha! Huh. I was actually surprised by all the drug talk because like I didn't know that that side of like of them. Cobain, yeah, no, you I, know, I'm sure that is like the first thing that comes to a lot of people's minds but like, I didn't I mean this is the first time like uh, it was presented to me in how it was actually being uh, consumed by him you know when I found out he died mm-hmm. I didn't find it find out through like the news or newspaper or anything like that mm. uh, what's that song? I still don't know I, I found the news I found out about him dying from friends Mm, not social know? media no. <laughs> You didn't get the tweet yeah, I didn't get the tweet in 1994 man. Uh, So I found out from friends And No facts were there We just said he died mm. And some people were saying Oh it was a drug overdose lah, And all that mm. you know? So initially I thought It was a drug overdose Oh okay you know? Because everybody knew uh, He was taking drugs yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember at that time We were all crazy Listening to uh, Rape me yeah. Rape me, my friend. Yeah. Yeah. What's that sound again? I think it's your chair. I'm, I'm not even moving. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, but um, I like lah. I like, uh, like about when he was, they reveal a lot of things that I didn't know. Like when he he was a kid, um, he tried to have sex with this uh mentally challenged girl. Mentally retarded girl. Yeah, and. Uh, but he 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 said that. He didn't go through with it yeah, because he, the he smell of the vagina was grossed him out. Yeah, so he ran away, and then like, uh, like he's like quite a feminist as well. He's a feminist. If not, if not, uh, 
feminist he's very uh I say uh fight for the sisterhood kind of thing uh. yeah because I guess he felt he was like a girl mm. isn't it like a girl yeah I guess I, I don't know how to because he felt that he wasn't a, a male male like an alpha male oh. a macho male you didn't watch the documentary yet they, no they, lah, they but talked about I'm, that, trying, I'm trying to I'm trying I'm trying to to figure out what you mean by uh, he see himself as a girl but he didn't see himself as a regular guy lah like mm. a manly man lah yeah I guess he explores like uh, the gender gender spectrum stuff also lah yeah he's I mean actually it's him lah who, who who thinks about it and so the movie as a byproduct talks about it also lah mm. yeah lah anyway I think yeah that's all we can really say about the, the movie but would you recommend people to watch it? yes yeah, I mean I, I, would, I would actually recommend um, uh, how to say uh, not surface level fans but like okay yeah, surface level fans to to the, like decent followers of Nirvana to watch lah maybe super fans won't really enjoy it that much but <laughs> yeah uh, no I think super fans would actually enjoy it also simply simply it's, because it's, it's, it's something new yeah it's it's it, yeah it's, it's Cobain's life presented in a new package again. Yeah, and if, as, uh, from a filmmaking aesthetics point of view mm. I thought it was very creative uh, the way they did it mm. I thought it was very creative you know going through old footage and uh and 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 reanimating stuff. Yeah. So it was nice, uh. I wouldn't say it's a totally great, absolutely great, groundbreaking movie. No. Mm. It's okay, uh. yeah, One thing for sure, it's way better than Dave Grohl's documentary, uh. What documentary? Yeah? The one that he did. Uh, not the TV series. The one before. Well, the TV series was quite boring, so. Basically, it's forgettable. Like yeah. <laughs> the documentary about the Foo Fighters. That was a documentary about the Foo Fighters. Yeah. You know, see, that's the thing, you know, it's really very difficult to, to... I I don't know what... And it premiered in Sundance also. No, South by Southwest. I don't know what oh, to Sundance make of and... Dave Grohl. Because I it's think the main reason well. that he is still, like, really big is because... Simply because he's a nice guy. It's not so much that he's, like, making, like, fantastic music or anything. It's not like he's making, like... No, actually... He's not, he's not like... Do, make it, do any groundbreaking stuff or so here's, here's the thing here's the thing when he first came out with the first Foo Fighter album it was groundbreaking yeah it was good second album was even better I feel the first four albums were actually yeah, they were quite good I, th- I thought Wasting Light was good too now that's that's what was interesting to me relating it to the film right yeah. I want to see how Kurt Cobain would have evolved also because he had a family he had a daughter mm. and how that would have affected the way he made music because mm. it 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 was obviously a, it affected Dave Grohl yeah. how he made his music yeah. you know uh, because he still enjoys making his music yeah. you know uh, he enjoys doing what he does you know and for me that's how I relate and that's how I like it mm. you know and when I listen to his music I, I don't know like it feels like the evolution was the same way I evolved up. Mm. you know so that, that that is intriguing to me how Kurt Cobain would have evolved uh. would it have been like Dave Grohl or would it have been like he was like going to be destroyed anyway because of his drug usage and all that mm. isn't it because yeah. you can see on one hand Dave Rowe cleaned up yeah you know yeah so yeah cool man yeah I doubt in this podcast your voice is going to be very clear yeah because I'm sitting so far yeah. no this chair is so damn high yeah but hold it higher lah
Yeah, but then it'd be like, okay. <laughs> anyway, okay lah. Okay, so this uh, podcast has been brought to you by. Maybe you should stop doing this because we always struggle to figure out. <laughs> by. By an uh, annoying sound that keeps popping up. <laughs> okay, and uh, yeah. So if you like this podcast, please share it. Yes. Uh, with everybody you know. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you know you can get everything at fatbillion.com. Yeah. And you've been listening to the Fat Billion Film Club. I'm assuming I'm Zan Azli. And I am Aizil Azli. Goodbye. Bye.